Welcome to the Closeted Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shalay. This podcast is all about exploring the depths of your soul. We dive deep into spiritual concepts and tools that we can utilize in the physical world to really navigate life. So join me and so many others on this insane journey of self-discovery and let's learn and grow in both a spiritual and physical world together. Welcome to or welcome back to the Closeted Soul podcast. It is such an honor to have you here. As always, thank you for joining me in another episode. For this week, I am riding solo. So I am just going to dive into this topic that I've been exploring in my own personal life. And it's really, really resonating so deeply. Like I truly believe that this is a game changer to the rest of my progression and my growth as a human being. Like just understanding this concept has fully just changed my entire perspective of the world. So I really, I I couldn't wait to actually bring this to you guys. But I felt like, you know, I couldn't talk about this straight away because I needed to fill you guys in on what had been happening. So I think it was like an episode ago. I filled you guys in on like this intense transformational period that I was on for the last couple of months. But through this period, I mentioned in that episode, I had this really deep realization. Now, this realization is something I wanted to like dedicate an entire episode towards because like I said, it is absolute fucking game changer, game changer. And I also just wanted to like take a moment to say like, it is so crazy that we're in December right now. Like I remember starting this podcast at the start of February and I remember just the thought of it was just so scary. I just felt like I was like, I was like in out of my head. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I could, I didn't even know how to interview people. I just, I didn't even know where I was going. And just to think about like who I am today, I'm just so different from that person who started in February. And it's just so beautiful to be able to have seen like my progression and see how it's just, just to see how growth works and how like doing the work actually works, right? Doing this like spiritual work or the self-development work, whatever you want to call it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So I thought, you know, what a beautiful moment to actually just like take a step back as we're at the end of the year, I know like it's it's crazy times. There's a lot going on in this world. But if you're here, I know that, you know, you are a light worker, you're a star seed, you are here to create mass change. Your incarnation is not on accident. You are here during a pivotal time on the planet and you are going to fucking move mountains and you're going to change the world. I just, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. And, you know, it starts with ourselves. You know, we get to create mass impact and change when we we do it from within because really it is it this whole experience is an illusion and now I'm diving into really esoteric concepts true but esoteric um and that's also another episode for another time I am such a manifesting generator at heart. Like it's crazy. I will just be all over the place. And it's like, I want to say all of the things at the same time. (laughs) 
Um, so I am going to, I've actually written a list. So I'm going to follow my list because I need to like, I want to get all of the points across with this, with this topic. I want to make sure that I am saying everything that I want to say in a way that is clear because I really want this to land well with you guys, because seriously, this has been like the catalyst for changing my life. And it is, it's literally... 12 22 on the clock right now and I started filming at 12 12 so all of the angel numbers it's all happening <laughs> so what I wanted to talk about in this week's episode and you know this statement is going to have so many layers to it so I really really want to take the time to unpack it with you guys and really like digest what I mean when I say this and this is the illusion of constantly needing to be healed now, I know this is just so different from everything that I've been preaching and saying up until this point, because, uh, you know, up until this point, I, I was I truly believed that the healing journey never stopped. I always knew it to come in layers and there'll be layers and next layers and next layers, you know, that it'll just be this constant, you know, cycle of transformation, death and rebirth, death and rebirth. And honestly, once upon a time, that was exciting to me because for a long time, you know, I was in avoidance of all of the bullshit in my life, right? I didn't realize how much my childhood actually affected me in my adulthood. I didn't take any responsibility. I was just vict I was victim mindset, right? And when I had this awakening, I started to take responsibility over my life again. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I, I started to gain this like self-awareness and this understanding of, you know, why things have been happening in my reality and why things play out the way that they do and you know how I am in my relationships and how that's like you know manifesting these problems that I was coming up against that I couldn't understand I was like why does this keep happening to me right and then when I finally had this like awakening I was like wow I see now I see how you know my trauma in my childhood has affected me in my adulthood now I can just be aware of that and make different decisions for from a more aligned place but somewhere along the line, and this happens to a lot of people on this spiritual journey, and I think some people realize and some people don't, because I honestly thought that that's where I was heading with this. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to just discover the, you know, I'm going to go into the depths of the healing and the trauma and the, and like, this is what I'm going to share, the constant death and rebirth cycle. And, you know, it's like, that's one aspect. And that's actually like a small aspect in my opinion, you know, and I, it's an illusion. So I'm going to, I'm going to dive into this. I'm going to dive into this because I was just like, what the fuck when I first heard it as well. And when I first really, really started to like digest this concept. So let's start with the subconscious mind and the nervous system. So our subconscious mind is really being programmed from the ages of zero to seven. That is when we are most impressionable. That is when we are developing our understanding of the world around us. So once we develop that understanding of the world, what ends up happening is we end up recreating what is familiar because what is familiar is what is safe. And what is safe might not necessarily be good for us. And that is really, really important to sit with. So I'm going to say that again. What feels safe may not necessarily be good for us. Because if we go back to what I just said about the subconscious programming and the nervous system being 
influenced between the ages of zero and seven, it means that we are taking on the vibrations that were most present during that time. So even looking past the stories that we have, because we all have our own individual stories, you know, we all have different levels of trauma that we experience and we have to look past that and just look at the overall vibration. You know, did you have like a chaotic upbringing? Was it a very negative upbringing? Was it, you know, um, whatever, was it, were you, were your parents very like scared and living in scarcity? Was it anxiety driven? Like really, Really f- focus on the the main feelings that were present, and usually it's from our guardians or the people that are bringing us up, and the family that we're around, and the friends that we have. You know, think about the dominant vibration, and now analyze your life. Are you trying to recreate those same feelings in your present reality just to create safety? Now, this is something that was really hard for me to see because I didn't realize, I was like, no, I'm doing all this work. I'm healing, I'm healing, I'm healing. And what ended up happening is as I was calling in my new manifestation, so my manifestations were calling in peace, joy, happiness, harmony, right? So I'm calling in all of these beautiful feelings and these vibrations that I want to bring into my life. However, whenever I would have moments of experiencing this like peace, joy, and love, I would freak out. My nervous system was, it's it's not programmed to be comfortable there. So whenever I would have these periods of feeling really good where I would, you know, I'm experiencing my manifestation, I freak out. My nervous system is like, no, this, this is, it's like I, I was waiting for the drop or I was waiting for something to go wrong. And then it ended up becoming me like looking for something to go wrong, you know, and that's manifesting something to go wrong because that is actually where I was comfortable because I had quite a chaotic upbringing. You know, I went through some pretty like heavy things as a child and I've spoken about some of them, but I'm, you know, an abusive father. I experienced sexual assault. I was homeless with my mother um, and I was living with, um, a single mum who was just trying to, uh, an import single mum who was just trying to make her way in a country that she had no idea about. So those are my earliest memories as a child. And that is where I weirdly felt safe. So I want you to really like sit with that because what feels safe might not necessarily be good for you. So you might not feel good in whatever's making you feel safe, but that is where your nervous system has been programmed to be most comfortable because it's what it knows. So the first moment that this actually came online for me or like that that light switch turned on was as I was like going through this like deep transformational journey and I was in the depths of the shadow work right now I didn't realize that I was recreating chaotic environments in order to feel safe so I, I wasn't fully aware of this but this is kind of when I started to connect the dots together so I was in this like intense you know growth period I'm stepping into this new version of myself but I'm nitpicking you know I'm I'm, I'm keeping myself stuck in the healing rather than actually enjoying the manifestations that I've called forward, right? Rather than actually enjoying where I'm at and the beauty in life. I was getting like lost in like the shadow work and all of that. So I'm in this period of growth and as I am taking steps outside of my comfort zone. So in order for us to grow, in order for us to create 
change in our life, in order for us to call in something different than what we have already, we need to step out into the unknown. We need to step into what we are uncomfortable in because or uncomfortable with <laughs> because that is where we are going to actually bring something different into our realities and that is how we actually bring forth our manifestations right but anyway i digress again <laughs> I am doing this work. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I am feeling very uncomfortable. So what I realized is, you know, I was setting in stern boundaries and I was really, really honoring my truth. I was having really difficult conversations with people. And something that I'm trying to move away from is my people-pleasing nature, where I, you know, kind of squash everything that my body is telling me. If my body is telling me, fuck no, or like, you know, screaming at me, wanting to like, you know, express my truth, but I am squashing my own wants to make the other person comfortable. So that's something that I'm I'm trying to step away from and really embodying and standing tall in what is true to me and being able to, to really, really be my own advocate, right? And um, say no and, you know, not just say no and then make up some dumb excuse to make the other person feel better, but actually tell them the true reason as to like why I've said no to this thing or why I don't want to do this thing. And it was fucking hard because I was like, you know, you were given this, this impression that, you know, when you start setting boundaries, you're just going to love your life and you're going to be living on top of the world. And yes, like there is that aspect, but for a long time, it feels deeply uncomfortable. You're like, what the actual fuck when you're actually setting in those stern boundaries, you know, you're like, wow, oh my goodness, I'm a shitty person. Does this make me horrible because I'm not doing this for them? And da, 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 da. And you fall into this trap of like the ego starts to spiral and you need to be able to like stand tall in like that truth and yourself and be like hold on no I know this to be true for me I know that if I've triggered them that is something that they need to handle themselves that is their own story that is so, you know if they want to talk to me about it they can but it's not my responsibility to to help them and it's it's a hard it's a hard little like place to be in but that was the moment where I realized I was like wait hold on it doesn't necessarily feel good to actually st- like put in the boundaries. And this is when it fully, fully started to like get online with me. Cause I was like, okay, now I fully understand what it means to stand tall in your truth and set those boundaries and have those tough conversations, you know, still coming from love and light. But now I know what this feels like. I truly, truly know what this feels like. And I was witnessing my nervous system and how uncomfortable it was. There were so many times I wanted to just overly explain myself where I wanted to reach out to that person that I thought was mad at me because I had set the boundaries. There were so many times my ego wanted to like get that that um, reassurance and go back to its old ways. And it took like every bit of my soul to be like, no, this is the new you. This is who you're going. That is not your responsibility. You're not supposed to make everybody feel good and make them, you know, happy with you. You know, it is what it is. (laughs) Um, As long as you're feeling good on the inside, you know, your integrity, then that's all that matters. So it was interesting to watch this like dance between higher self and ego because I was like, oh my God, what do I do? And I was deeply uncomfortable. And that was the moment where I was like, okay, so I'm making positive shifts in my life that are ultimately leading me to a more like out to an outcome that is most desired for me. 
However, I feel fucked. (laughs) I don't feel good doing it. I feel really, really confused and lost and uncomfortable. Uncomfortable is a really, really good word to use. And then slowly, once you obviously adjust to that, because now my, my nervous system has adjusted to saying no and speaking my truth more. So now I, I, I feel, I know the energy, I can navigate it. It feels familiar now and it feels good now, you know, and it feels like, okay, cool. I have those boundaries there. And I feel safe to continuously express my truth now, right? So it's about like adjusting to that. And I feel like that's another topic in itself, like actually talking about what happens after you receive your manifestation, because I feel like not a lot of people talk about this. And this is something I was actually just having this conversation today with a friend about it, because it's something that I'm like, yeah, no one really talks about the adjustment after actually receiving the thing. Um, But I feel like it, yeah, it kind of ties into what I'm saying in like, you know, having our nervous system and our subconscious mind um, comfortable in this new thing that we've called in. But anyway, again, I digress, guys, come on. (laughs) Manifesting generator, talking about all the things all at once, classic. So this was the first moment that this concept started to really marinate with me, let's say. Let's call it marinate, right? This concept is sitting with me. I'm really beginning to understand it. I'm like, okay, I see how the nervous system is uncomfortable when good change is happening, you know, when you're bringing in uh, this this new reality that you want when you're setting boundaries, I can see how uncomfortable it feels, right? So I, I'm I'm having this like level of understanding with it. Now the the moment that this whole concept really started to sink in, and I realized that I was creating chaos in my harmonious environment that I was trying to like that I'm calling in for myself, right? So this is the moment that this really 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 sunk in and I was like, fuck, I see what I'm doing. I see how I'm trapping myself in this, right? So basically it was through my relationship with my partner. I mean, I learned so much through my relationship with, um, I have a partner named Daniel. I speak a lot about him, but uh, we've been together for eight years and we've really grown up together and we've just, we we're so different to who we were when we first met each other, yet we've been able to grow side by side. And it's really been a beautiful union. And I I just, I've learned so much through this human being and I continue to learn so much through him. And yeah, a lot of myself is obviously reflected through the relationship. So I feel like that's like been one of my biggest teachers in this life, one of my biggest blessings and one of my biggest teachers. So basically um, through that relationship, what was happening? So what I noticed was whenever things were going really, really well, I, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I would sit there waiting for the crush. I would be thinking, you know, things can't be this good all the time. That's not possible. You can't be happy all the time, you know, not possible. (laughs) So I was waiting for something to go wrong. You know, whenever my mum would literally say this, I think I've said this on the podcast before. My mum would say this when I was growing up, she would say, if you're, um, if you laugh today, you'll cry tomorrow. 
So it's like constantly waiting for the universe to kind of like fuck you over. That was just that that has been like deeply programmed. And I understood that. And that was something that I thought I was like working against. Right. But this is how the ego works. The ego can be very, very sneaky in trying to make you make itself feel safe in order to create familiarity. Right. So this is why, you know, when I talk about self-awareness, it's just so important, which I'm going to get into in a moment. So let's just not even go there because I'm going to jump all over the place. Manifesting generator style. I have a list. I'm going to follow my list. (laughs) Um, I literally created a list because whenever I just um, film freestyle solo apps, they're great. But like, I'm like, what was my point? I just spoke about 10,000 different things all at once. (laughs) So, okay, we're going to go back to the topic of conversation. And that is, that is this, um, this, yeah, the relationship. So things were going well. And then I'd be waiting for the crush. I'd be expecting the crush. And when it wouldn't come, I found myself creating it in my relationship. So I would literally be picking fights with my partner on purpose. I, and I knew it as I was doing it, I knew exactly what I was doing. I was like, surely you're self-sabotaging, but I couldn't stop myself because I needed to create that sense of familiarity, fuck, I can't say that word now, familiarity, (laughs) because I, I needed to cultivate that, that, yeah, that safety, you know, I just felt so out of my comfort zone feeling all of these beautiful positive vibrations it just wasn't what I was used to and I was like embracing myself for the crash and I was like you know I'll just create it in that way I'm expecting it and you know I can navigate it and that's my safety zone so fucked up fucked up but really powerful to have that realization because you're like ah okay I see what I am doing and you know I had to do this a couple of times before I was able to actually actively stop myself. And then I actually openly had this conversation with Daniel as well, where I was like, you know, this is what I'm doing. So, you know, as long as now he's consciously aware of like the behaviors that I'm, you know, getting off as well. And he can um, also help to dilute some situations, which we've, which we've been able to do together. So power of communication, guys, so important in every aspect of your life. Ever, especially relationships. And I just think, you know, so much can be avoided through communication. And um, yeah, this was something that I needed to communicate because I knew that this was a deep, deep programming of mine that I was going to need help with in terms of keeping accountability. Because yeah, sometimes you just need that external help. And as long as you feel safe with someone and you can ask them, then, you know, you can, you can do that. So that was the next time that it started to really, really sink in for me because I realized that I was manifesting my, you know, these old feelings that I knew so well, even though I thought I was like consciously manifesting all this like harmonious, peaceful life full of laughter, pleasure and love. And I, I am that that is that's the life that I'm calling in. And that's the life that I'm working on feeling every single day because I know how to feel those feelings every day. You know, I've created a situation for myself now where I get to predominantly just live in those feelings. And now it's this dance between, you know, my ego and my higher self to get my ego comfortable with being there and that being my most dominant vibration and that being normal. I heard on a podcast, I was listening to uh, the Highest Self podcast by Sahara Rose. If you haven't listened, so good. Definitely go give it a listen. 
I was listening to that and she had a guest on there and the guest said, you know, it is possible to be happy every single day. It is possible for that to be your vibration. And then it brought me back to this thought, right? This thought that I used to say very early on in my awakening and maybe even recently where I would say, you know, it's not possible to be happy every day. Like, you know, life is full of polarity and life is full of polarity. It really, really is. But why can't happiness be our most dominant vibration? vibration. Why can't it? Seriously, think about it. Why are we not giving our permission, um, ourselves permission to feel happy now? Because that's what was happening to me. It got to this point where I kept trying, I fell into this like cycle of constantly needing to heal. And that's what I was creating in my relationship. I don't even know if I made that point, but that's the chaos that I was trying to create. I was trying to be, I was trying to create the chaos and be like, oh, that came from ego. And I need to heal this because this comes from this person. And this comes from this person in my life. And, you know, I would go on this spiral of like shadow work and looking for things to pick on within myself. And it was just, it just got to this point where I was like, but when does this end? When do you get to be happy? When do you get to feel peace? When do you get to feel harmony? When do you get to just fucking relax, you know? And, you know, it was a long time for me to really understand that and sit with that because there is, there will never come a time where I get to like fully, fully sit in those feelings unless I allow myself to fully sit in those feelings right now. You know, it's, crazy how we can just go on this constant like we need to work on this and we need to work on that and like I said life is a series of polarity there will be situations that trigger you and there will be situations that don't trigger you and the way to navigate this is not to be stuck in the work and not to get consumed by the shadow work and I think that this is the most important point that I'm trying to make today it is not to get consumed by it. It is to allow yourself for happiness and joy and laughter and pleasure and peace to be your most dominant vibration. So allowing yourself for that to be your most dominant vibration. Accepting that, you know, if you're not, if you're saying things like I had a friend that was saying uh, that she, you know, sometimes you just don't feel good and that's okay. But in that moment, I was like, but why is that okay? Why are you giving your permission to not feel good? Why are you giving yourself permission to feel shit? Like she had also been um, in the depths of shadow work for a very long time. She had done so much work and, you know, she was like me getting trapped in these feelings. And then she had a very chaotic upbringing as well. And I had this conversation with her and she also had this moment of awakening where she was like, wow, you're so right. Like that, that is very true. Why aren't I giving myself permission to feel good? Why am I giving my, myself permission to feel bad? And she was also like, you know, exploring her own discomfort in those, um, those, the, the higher vibrations that she didn't feel very comfortable in. But the point that I'm making is that, yes, there are going to be moments where you're triggered and that's okay. Like I'm not saying that, you know, you're not going to have to do any work and you're going to have to use your discernment with this. So I'm going to get to that in a moment because I want to make that clear as well. But basically, I'm not saying that you're not going to have to do any work, but there, there's going to come a moment in your life where you have done a lot of the shadow work. You have the self-awareness now to navigate 
create life. And now you are aware of like who you were, the decisions and the things that you were saying and the decisions that you were making back then and how that was impacting your life. And now you get to consciously create from a different place. And all it takes is that self-awareness to be like, okay, I see how this happened in my life and I see how I'm trying to recreate that thing. I have the self-awareness to no longer do that anymore. Therefore, I can create a different situation for myself. It is literally that simple. We don't actually have to go on this intense like, uh, this intense like journey of like, you know, going to the depths and uncovering things and da, da, da. Like that's an illusion I believe that we create. And I was a part of it. Like I was creating it as well. You know, I was, I was in it and I was fully, fully stuck into it. And I thought that I had to do so much work to get out of it and to heal. But truly, truly, truly through this whole like realization that I've had, I, I believe that healing is is an illusion. And this was actually a statement that was mentioned in the channeled book called um, The Law of One by the Ra Collective. Love it, right? But they actually say this, that healing is an illusion. It's it's, It's an illusion that we've created as humans. And I truly, like I'm beginning to understand this deeper and deeper. Obviously, I feel like there are many layers to that statement. But I honestly just think that healing is self-awareness and then cultivating that conscious change, you know? So what do we do then? Okay, if I'm saying this, right, then what do we do when triggers come up? Because clearly, you know, it's it's indicating something that is unintegrated within, right? So when a trigger comes up, what do you do? What I have realized is all we're meant to do is not ignore the things. So we've already identified. It's important for us to feel the things when we don't When we don't feel, we suppress in the body. And I think I did an episode not long ago with Marissa Sage, but she speaks all about somatic therapy and how, you know, trauma gets trapped in the body and how that can actually turn into physical ailments and things like that. And even mental, mental complications as well. So, you know, it's, it's really important to feel every emotion. And in this society, we are taught to suppress a lot. So, This is why I say discernment is so important. So, you know, this isn't going to apply to everyone. If you're at the start of your journey and you're just, you know, you're just at this place of actually, you know, taking ownership, getting out of that victim mentality, realizing all the things that happened to you in your childhood and really going on this journey of like understanding that process and whatnot, then it's important for you to be there because you just spent so much time ignoring it like I had, right? But then there's going to come a point, and I believe like a lot of us are here, where we just have to allow ourselves to feel good. We have already gone through the depths. We have gone to our childhood. We have grieved all of the things. We have cried it out. We've done the emotional alchemy practices. Stop looking for things to fix. You get to actually feel good now. You get to actually feel those good vibrations and like consciously create that change for yourself. So it's important for you to be really discerning of where you are in your journey, right? What, where are you? What are you creating? Do you need to actually go into the depths or are you bypassing the work or are you like, have you already felt all the things that needed to be felt? And now it's just time to consciously create change, right? So, you know, and that's not to say now, like I'm, I'm totally healed. No, it's like, I still have my triggers coming up and, but now it's like, okay, I have the self-awareness to realize that the trigger is there. What I do with my trigger is I'll have like a little, a little toolbox of things that I go to when I'm triggered. You know, what are the things that help to balance my nervous system? What are the things that help me to release? So if anger has come up, okay, I'm realizing I'm feeling anger in my body and, you know, 
I can either I'm analyzing where it's coming from or I'm just feeling the feeling, whatever feels right. You know, use your discernment in this as well. Maybe you want to know where it's coming from, but I feel like now I know everything of like my triggers and I know I've just analyzed the fuck out of myself that I know who I am at my core and I know where things are coming from because I've done that internal work. I've done that inner child work already. I don't need to stay there. I know where it's coming from. So, okay, yes, I'm aware where this is coming from. I'm aware that this is in my body. This anger, this emotion is coming through me right now. I want to feel it. So maybe I'll do a rage ritual. Maybe I'll do some breath work to really get it out of my body. If I'm anxious, I love to do breath work. Breath work is an amazing way for me to release that anxiety right within my body Um, and you'll have your little kits you know some people love to journal some people love to go like ground and talk to a tree you know I love talking to a tree so whatever it is that helps you like get through the emotion and actually pass it through your system you know not just intellectualize it but like move through it physically as well so like whether it's dancing and movement and what maybe it's exercising like releasing the emotion and then you just move on you're, you know why it's there. You don't have to keep fixating and analyzing and intellectualizing and holding onto it and looking at how it's playing out in all parts of your life. No, you've done that at the start of the awakening journey. You've done that at the start of gaining that self-awareness. All healing is, is gaining that self-awareness and then creating the conscious change. You don't need to keep coming back to it. Once you've analyzed the fuck out of yourself, like I have, <laughs> you know where everything's coming from. You know your story. You know yourself so well you can then begin to navigate life through this power of self-awareness. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, meditation is key for self-awareness. It is so important. When you actually develop a self-awareness practice where you become so fucking familiar with yourself, nobody and nothing can fuck with you. Nobody and nothing can fuck with you. And, you know, obviously there are layers to this and this is a journey, but cultivating this self-awareness with yourself is the most powerful thing you can do for yourself in this life. I promise you, honestly, do this favor for yourself. And I know meditation is difficult when you first start off. I know, I know, I know. But this is how you begin to truly find yourself. This is how you truly begin to close off the outside world. I think in the start, the very first episode I did, I was like, you need to like, you know, maybe meditation could be going to the gym or riding a bike. I don't believe that anymore. I think true meditation, like true self-awareness is being able to fully, fully, fully sit with yourself while doing nothing else. That is a fucking powerful practice. It's deeply uncomfortable at the start, yes, but it is something that will, will change your life when you are consistent with it. It's not something that can actually even be explained. Like I can explain it all I want, but it's something that needs to be experienced. And I think if you're here, then this is something you're craving. You know, this is something that you are craving. You are craving this connection to the other side. You are craving this connection to yourself, right? This is how you get there. It's through the meditation. Once you have this practice of going within, you honestly need nothing else. Nothing else matters because you know what the most important thing in this universe is and it's yourself. It is yourself. 
I've actually developed a free guide because I'm so fucking passionate about meditating and it's for free because everyone needs to do it. I'm like, this needs to be accessible to all. I created like a beginner's guide, everything that I needed when I first started out. You know, I'm a one three in my human design. So I like to like, I was like studying all the things about um, meditating and basically I accumulated everything that I studied and figured out what worked through me um, worked for me through application and then I created this guide so I have like video links um, meditation music guided meditations all the things that I use at the start of my awakening to really get me into the practice properly so that's all in the guide it's linked in the description below or you can just visit my website at www.closetedsoul.com and once you visit that website, it will show you where to go to actually develop, um, develop well, to download the free guide. And yeah, you can get started with your meta- meditation, your meditation practice today. Clearly, it's getting to the point where Shinglish is coming online again. And for those of you who are new and don't know what Shinglish is, Shinglish is a combination between Chalet and English which is my name. (laughs) It's a mesh between the two. I had a friend that actually um, gave me that term during exams where we were studying for our exams and we were finishing our degree and we would just get into the most delusional states. And she, yeah, I, I just wasn't even actually saying human words at that point. And I was just manifesting generator, right? I'm like trying to mesh in two words at once, like just so I can... I don't know, be more efficient. How silly is that? That's so funny. Anyway, going back to the topic of what I was trying to say, but yes, meditation will will be the catalyst for actually creating this change. It's where it all starts and it's why I keep bringing it back to meditation, 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 because... I wouldn't have been able to even notice that I was doing this because it was happening at such a subconscious level. And, you know, I was doing spiritual, you know, my mind, spiritual work. So I was like, I'm doing spiritual work and I feel good and da, 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 da. And, you know, it's just, it's so funny that I was like going on this, um, this, this like journey and this path. And I, you know, I, I thought I was doing the work. I thought I was showing up. Yeah. I was actually creating more disharmony in my life. So it's, it's interesting. And I wouldn't have been able to see that happening if I didn't have the self-awareness in the first place. If I didn't have the ability to pick up on those like subtle behaviors that I was, the, the subtle things that I was doing, right? That is why it's so, so, so important to, to meditate and to have that self-awareness practice. So yeah, that is what I wanted to give to you guys today. I know maybe some people are going to be triggered by this and some people are going to be like, what the fuck? But really sit with it. You know, our triggers are our our things that we need to focus on, (laughs) things that we need to sit with. And sometimes the truth can be a little triggering to hear. And it was for me as well. And it was like, I was like, well, what do you mean? You know, I, I thought I was, I thought that that is where I was going to be. I literally thought that that's where my work was going to be. And I was like, wait, hold on. I am just creating chaos. I'm choosing to stay in this like chaotic 
period and this growth period and these low vibrations because that is where I feel safe. So, you know, this is where you have to have discernment and you have to really go within and think, you know, does this actually apply to me? Is this something that I'm doing in my own life, right? You get to really um, have that self-awareness for yourself and to, yeah, sit with yourself and ask yourself, am I, am I doing these things? And I just wanted to leave you with some questions that you can ask yourself at the end of this so you can really see if you're actually doing this to yourself in your own life, you know? So maybe even write down these questions or, you know, you can always, this is an audio recording, so you can always come back to it, but ask yourself, are you trying to create safety in chaos or low vibrations? Because that's what you've known so well. Are you trying to be honest with yourself? Are you creating problems out of nothing? Start to analyze that aspect, you know, when things are going really well, watch yourself. Are you trying to pick on things? You know, are you trying to sit, look, like analyze yourself to the point where you're like, oh my goodness, I need to heal on, I need to heal this and I need to heal that and I need to do this. And I, you know, are you looking for things to heal so you can go back to those feelings? Do you find yourself stuck in this shadow work cycle? Have you found yourself like being in this like constant loop and you're just like wondering, you know, when does it end? Because when does it end? Ask yourself that question. When does it end? Give yourself permission to feel good now. Give yourself permission to finally get out of that. Because I believe a lot of us have actually done so much of the work already that now it's just time to recalibrate our nervous systems to be comfortable in this new version of ourselves, to be comfortable in these high vibrational feelings like harmony, joy, peace, and love. Thank you for being with me. If you made it this far, thank you so much for being here. If you like the episode, as always, don't forget to give it a rate and review in iTunes. It means the world to me. If you want to share this episode with anyone that you think will benefit, that would also be so helpful. If you wanted to share it on social media, please don't forget to tag me. I love to see uh, the listeners who listens and I love to connect with you guys through there. Most active on Instagram. So at it's at Shule Ozek now. Oh my God. Yes. I changed my handle at Shule Ozek. So I'm going to have to change that around. And I, I thought that was very appropriate for a manifesting generator. <laughs> the podcast is still called The Closeted Soul, of course. Anyway, constantly changing, constantly transforming and totally here for it. I am going to stop talking now. I'm going to rest my voice box. Thank you for being here. I hope you have a lovely day or night. And yeah, I'm sending you so much love and light and I will see you in the next one. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode and you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast in iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you are wanting to connect with me on a more intimate platform, you can find me on Instagram at Closeted Soul. I would love to hear from you. Finally, you can learn a little bit more about me and this space just by visiting my website at www.closetedsoul.com. 